Shvius Perk Zain Mishnah Zain seven seven. Vered Chadash Shekavshu B'Sheman Yashan. A new rose that has been sitting soaking in old wine. So the case here, the Chadash means the seventh year. So this rose is the seventh year Shmita rose, and it's been soaking in sixth year oil. And the question is, if the taste or the scent of the rose is imparted to the oil, does that now confer Shemitah status, since the rose is a Shemitah rose, to the oil? So the Mishnah says, Yilaket es The words mean, pluck out the rose, and that's that. So the Pshad of the is that, provided that the rose is still in its um, seventh year and the time of beer hasn't arrived, so then one can simply remove the rose, and it doesn't matter that some scent or flavor, tam, has been imparted to the oil. Since the time of beer hasn't arrived yet, um, there's no requirement to be mavair, to, to um, destroy or remove, you know, beer. It maybe means simply to make half or reclaim whatever beer is. There's no obligation to do beer on the oil, um, provided that the rose was plucked out before the time of beer arrived. On the other hand, if the time of beer had arrived, as the Mishnah will say now, um, then everything becomes equally restricted in Chayv and Beer. The way the Mishnah says that, according to the Bartanura, is the Yashan Bechadash, an old one in new, is Chayv and Beer. What does that mean? So the Bartanura understands that the old means this is an old rose, meaning it's a rose, again, from the Shemitah year, that's sitting in Chadash, new oil, that's eighth year olive oil. So it's a little confusing for a handful of reasons, but it, this starts out being confusing already because what used to be called in the previous half of the sentence um, as Chadash, referring to the seventh year, is now Chadash now refers to eighth year. And Yashan, which previously referred to sixth year, is now referring to seventh year. I can't tell that. That's the Bartanur's Pshat. So again, the Yashan, an old, meaning seventh year rose, B'chadash, that's sitting in new, meaning eighth year oil. Since now you're in the eighth year, and the time for beer has passed, and therefore one should have um, removed the the flowers, the the roses from his home, but didn't. So the rose becomes usher because he failed to do beer. And now since the flavor has been imparted from the rose into the oil, so now the oil also has the prohibitions of having not done beer, and the oil, like the rose, becomes um, must be destroyed because it's the time of beer passed and the beer wasn't done. That's the shot of the Bartanur. The second case of the, Bart- of the Mishnah, now we'll, according to the Bartanur, say nothing really new. That's the truth. Um, we'll just give a different example of carbs and that they're, that are sit- sitting and soaking in wine. And forget the words of the Mishnah. According to the Bartanur, the principle is exactly the same, the words notwithstanding, meaning that if the time for beer has passed, then not only the carobs, which are Shemitah carobs, now make not just the carobs forbidden, but also the wine in which they were soaking forbidden. And if the time for beer hadn't yet passed, then as long as you take the carobs out in time, then the carobs have their beer requirement, but the the, the wine remains totally permitted um, in terms of beer. So that's how the bartender learns it. Um, just in case you're wondering, um, there's a general rule that for kvisha, for soaking, pickling, um, a solid and a liquid, we assume that it takes 24 hours under normal circumstances for the taste to transfer from the thing with the solid, which is soaking in the liquid, to transfer from the solid to the liquid. 
And so we're assuming that's what's happening here. In any case, the words the Mishnah now read, Charuvin Chadashim, Shekavshin Bayain Yashan. If you have new olive, excuse me, carobs, meaning seventh year Shemitah carobs, that have been kavash, that have been stewing in, pickling in, soaking in, Yain, that's Yashan, old wine, meaning sixth year wine. But the Bartender understands the Pshad is that the, the case is that the time for beer has already passed. Or the Yashanim, you have old, meaning seventh year again, carobs, bechadash, and new, meaning eighth year wine. So then, of course, the time for beer has passed because you're in eighth year. And that being the case, in both cases, chayavan, bebir, in both cases, um, since the time for beer has passed on the carobs, both the carobs and the wine have to be um, uh, removed, you know, have to be destroyed, whatever it is, because they, they you, the time for beer has lapsed and wasn't done properly. So, the cases are different because in the first case, according to Bartonara, the cases are different because the, in the first case when we had roses and oil, we had said that the the two cases were before and after Biur. Um, and now the second case here when we're talking about carbs inside wine, um, the din is the same, the principle is the same, but the case is in both cases, the time for Biur has already passed for the carbs. That's the Bartonara shot. It's strange to read in the words. He defends himself by simply saying, um, and rightly so, that this is explicit. The, the, this setup is explicit in a Tosefta. He's fallen Tosefta, um, like the Russian Rosh do. And that being the case, he says, that's the Pshat in the Mishnah. What do you want? The Rav has a totally different read in the Mishnah. Um, and he his read resolves the weirdness between the sort of asymmetry of the cases, as well as the asymmetry between Chadash and Yashan. Um, he has a totally different Pshat. The Raman shot is simply um, that the different there is a very big difference between um, oil and wine, and that and also between carobs and roses, and that is simply one of of um, practicality. Is this solid able to impart flavor, scent, taste into this liquid? If yes, then it confers the iser the beer requirements as well, and if no, then it can't. So Raman simply understands that when it comes to Fresh roses, the the scent is not very potent. And when it comes to old oil, its ability to absorb scent and flavor is not very good anymore. And that being the case, says the Rambam, when it comes to roses and oil, if the roses are fresh and therefore not potent smelling, and the oil is old and therefore not very receptive to receiving flavor, in such a setup, the rose won't impart flavor to the oil, and therefore there's no obligation in terms of beer with respect to the oil, On the other, even if the time for beer has passed. On the other hand, when it comes to old and therefore potent roses that are soaking in fresh oil, which is very receptive to receiving um, flavor or taste or scent, so then the scent in the roses will be imparted into the oil, and therefore the oil car- carries the same beer requirements as uh, the roses do. Then in contrast to carob soaking in wine, which in all of, at all events, whether the carobs are fresh or old, whether the wine is fresh or old, it doesn't matter. The flavor, after even just one day of sitting carob inside of the wine, um, there will be carob flavor in the wine. And that being the case, there will be the restrictions of beer on the wine, just as equally applied to the carobs from which it received, from which the wine received that carob flavor. So that's the, the Ramam's Pshah here. Okay, which doesn't have anything to do with the Tosefta at all, um, but at least it, and it, but it 
resolve some of those, those various um, quirks about how the mission is sort of incongruous or, or asymmetrical. The mission continues on. The mission says, this is the, the principle. And this principle here is a principle that would um, be relevant with respect to all iser, forbidden foodstuffs that are um, imparting taste to heter, to permitted foodstuffs. So the klal is the principle is in general. If there's enough um, time or quantity for the forbidden item to impart taste, no santam, to give a flavor, to impart taste to what was heter, then chayv levaer, then there'd be an obligation, like, for example, if we're talking about um, Shemitah, you'd have to do beer, because it, it receives its taste and becomes asr also. Min b'she'en mino, in the scenario where you have um, two different types of foods. So that could be roses and oil, it could be carobs in, in uh, wine, it could be fish and oil, it could be, you know, pig juice in your chicken soup, etc., 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 all those cases, that's called min b'shen amino. In all those cases, if you have no sentam, if you have an imparting of taste, the taste is discernible in the, the mixture, you can taste some of the iser present, then the whole thing has restrictions of the iser, in this case, beer, but if it would be, you know, pig juice into your chicken soup, it means the chicken soup is also no sentam, um, which we assume um, is, under normal circumstances, 60 required. If you have 60 times as much chicken soup as pig juice, then you'd assume that there's no way to discern the taste of the pig juice, um, and therefore wouldn't be no centam, and, the, and would be bottle, meaning that the, the pig juice and the chicken soup would be annulled and, and not relevant, and the soup would remain permissible. As opposed to min bamino, now you have two of the same types of uh, food stuff mixing together. So it could be shemitah wine with non-shemitah wine, or it could be um, nothing with shemitah at all. It would apply to anything, like if you have like... Um, Chalant meat, where it turns out that some of the chalant meat came from an improperly shechted animal and some from a properly shechted animal, um, but you have chalant meat cooking together, and the chalant, whatever the story is. So now you have uh, min bimino, you have meat with meat, and they're sharing tastes. In those cases, kol shahu, according to our tana here, um, any amount, any amounts of imparting of taste, uh, excuse me, any amount of, any amount of mixture of iser with hatzer makes the whole thing usser. That is to say, that at least according to this Tana, since the meat and the meat have the exact same taste, you can't say that the the forbidden meat flavor is totally overwhelmed and disappeared and annulled by the heter, the permissible meat, because the taste is still there. Um, so, I mean, it all just tastes like meat. There's no, like, loss of taste. So at least according to this Tana, which is not lahalacha, but according to this Tana, um, if you have a min bamino, two things that are of the same type of food mixed together, then even the littlest bit of Israel will make the whole mixture forbidden. Um, in practice, really, we paskin Bapashas um, that, that when it comes to min bamino mixtures, so then mid um, you, you need just to rove heter, the majority should be heter of the mixture, and their bottom we still want to 60, 60 times, um, but that's all, not more than that. Now, the mission then says specifically with Shvias, when it comes to Shemitah produce, as opposed to any generic Isurim like Makosha meat or pig juice, etc. When it comes to Shvias, that's Oseris Bakolshu Bamina. Um, similarly, if you have two of the same type of food stuff mixing together, let's say, for example, Shemitah wine and non Shemitah wine mixing together, so it says even the littlest bit of, not, of Shemitah wine will make the whole mixture restricted um, as 
with Shemitah restrictions, um, meaning, for example, that you, um, once it, the Bartender speaks out, it's once the time for beer has passed, then the restrictions kick in totally, um, and you wouldn't be able to, you know, deal with this wine mixture commercially, and you wouldn't be able, you'd have a chi of a beer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Bishaloba Mina, if you have two different types of foods, Shemitah foods mixing together, like the first part of a Mishnah with the, for example, the the carobs and the wine, etc. Then benos and tam. Then it all just depends on whether or not the taste of the forbidden component, meaning the taste of the carobs, let's say, is discernible in the wine. If it is, then and you need sixty times just under normal circumstances of if you have less than sixty times wine to the carobs, for example, then you have carob flavor in the wine. And then once you pass the time of beer, then the whole mixture um, is required to be removed. And since you didn't do beer properly, destroyed. Um, both the carobs and the wine, which has the carob flavor inside of it. Um, so the truth is that lahalacha, we say if it's min bamino, it isn't kolshu. It really, you would need to have um, just just midaraisa rov and midarabana sixty times. Um, but when it comes to shemitah, we are more strict. And after the time of beer has passed, then um, if you're talking about uh, a min bamino mixture, two of the same same types. So again, um, we are strict and are strict even. Um, I believe for a culture who have any taste at all like the Mishnah says.